0: of life, words of hope. Give us strength, help us go. In this world, where we roam, ancient words will guide us home. Ancient Savior of Destiny goes to sports ministry. In conjunction with Deep Experience Revival level. Introduce to you God's word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, particular color prince. God bless you as you listen. Our
1: Father, we thank you once again. Thank you for the help we have received from you. Thank you again for your word that kept coming our way, for the peace that we enjoy in our soul. The deliverance, O Lord, you've conducted in our lives, even when we don't know it. We give all the thanks to you for our soul that you keep watching over. Thank you also for revealing Jesus to us. Lord, please, we ask you again as we have come to learn of Him. Open our eyes. Circumcise our hearts, O Lord. Help us to be obedient. There are still some areas of our life we are still struggling. Expose us, O Lord even to your world that we might conform to the image of your son Jesus Christ. That is our aim of coming. That is our cry. That is our hunger. There is no other thing, O Lord, we are testing after except that Jesus will be formed in us. Lord, please help us as we have come to pray on again. Even learning of Jesus, help everyone and each of us that that Christ Jesus will stand before us. It will be confirmed in us in the name of Jesus Christ. Help everyone again that even today, as we study, we'll have an understanding. Interpret every line of your word as we come across it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. Can we say a better amen? Hallelujah. Now, today we want to continue and remember what we are discussing on we are discussing on who is a disciple. Hallelujah. Who is a disciple. And under who is a disciple, we first discuss about that the disciple must be a born again. Then the next thing again, he said, is the one that has yielded his neck to carry the yoke of Jesus Christ. Then the next one, again we are discussing today, if any man be a disciple, he must be one. Who is loyal to a single master. Who is loyal to a single master. And that master is Jesus Christ. So a disciple is a man who is loyal to a single master. A single master. I can't say I'm a disciple and I'm loyal to so many masters. If you are a disciple, you must be loyal to a single master. A single master. You can be loyal to this person, loyal to this other person, loyal to the other person at the same time and yet you say you are what? A disciple. You are not yet a disciple. Can we say amen? 4 John 3 verse 5 to 10 And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins and in him is no sin but says Whosoever abided in him sinned not. Whosoever sinned hath not seen him, neither known him. Verse 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Verse 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that He might destroy the works of the devil. Verses nine: Whosoever is born of God, doeth not commit sin, for His seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. Verses ten: In these, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Neither he that loveth not his brother. Now you can see the demarcation. You can see the separation. You can see the one who is loyal to God and the man who is not loyal to God. You cannot be loyal to God and be serving two masters at the same time. Anytime you see a man who is committing sin and yet claiming that he's going to church, that person is not a child of God because you're not permitted to be loyal to two masters at the same time. You're not permitted to serve two masters at the same time. And you see the scripture making it clear to us. Let's see verse 7 and 8. Little children, let no man deceive you he that doeth righteousness is what? Righteous. Even as he that is God is righteous. Verses 8, that is the demarcation. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. He that committed sin is of who? The devil. Even if he claims that he's loyal to God, who is he loyal to? Who owns him? Verse 8, under translation. Which translation is this message? Those who make a practice of sin are straight from who? The devil. The pioneer in the what? In the practice of sin. What did you understand there? Anyone who is committing sin is loyal to who? So in discipleship, I cannot say I'm a disciple Why I am loyal to another master. I cannot be loyal to another master and still say I'm loyal to who? To Christ. No, at the same time, it's not possible. It's not possible. We are coming there in uh, Matthew. Hallelujah. He says something. And Luke spoke again about this. under translation? Good news. Whoever continues to sin. Belongs to who? devil. What of if he's washing the church? Who does he belong to? If he's cleaning cobwebs in the church, who does he belong to? If he's giving tithe, who does he belong to? If he builds church, who does he belong to? If he knows the pastor and is working for the pastor, who does he belong to? Who is he loyal to? devil. Simple. It's not me that said it. It is the Bible that says, and that translation. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to who? There's no two ways about it. When they keep on sinning, but whenever they repent of their sins and stop and return to God, what does that show? You must, at a point in your life, decide who you should be loyal to. You must come to a point in your life that you decide, I want to be loyal to God or to who? To the devil. If it is to God, how do you become loyal to God? You must say no to what? To sin and go to God. If it is to the devil, what do you need to do? You say no to God, to righteousness and go to what? Unrighteousness. It will be cheating. For somebody to ever say, I want to be loyal to God and you are doing small sin. Of course, you can never do any righteous thing if you are committing small sin. The smallest sin you commit destroys every righteousness you want to do. The smallest sin that you commit. Even if you lie. You know, when we have not grown, we won't know what is good in the sight of God. What is acceptable? and what is his perfect will Romans chapter 12 Romans chapter
0: 12
1: Now when we are growing there are certain things we do so as a Christian I thought it was right Now look at that Romans said I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present to your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service then verse 2 Look at verse 2 He said, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is where the problem is. Now, I do understand that when you become born again, your mind was not saved. What God saved is your soul and your spirit. Your mind remains like that. It is what you feed your mind with. That your mind do what gives out. So not minding that your soul has been saved, your spirit has been saved, do you know you can see a believer whose soul has been saved, whose spirit has been saved, is carrying women. He can still be doing certain things that is wrong. Even if you save him from that one, he came to realize that that one is wrong. There are little little things he won't see that is wrong. They will think they are right. And the Bible called those little things, little foxes, but they destroy the what? The vine. Little foxes, but they destroy the vine. Now look at the next thing God said. When our mind is not renewed every day by the word of God, what will happen? You will not be able to do what? To prove what is good in the sight of God. You see, you won't be able to prove it. So what is good? good in the sight of God, you won't know. You will think that certain things you're doing, that in your own sight is good, that is good in the sight of God. But God said, the only time you can know what is good in my own sight, is that your mind must be given out to me, for it to be renewed by the word of God. If your mind is not renewed by the word of God, there are certain things you will do And when I see those things now, I'm no more worried. I understood where the problem is coming from. I understood where the problem is coming. In the course of my renewing my mind, renewing my mind, renewing my mind, because I want to bear fruit for Christ. So I kept giving my mind to God's word to know what is good, what is acceptable, what is the perfect will of God for my life. That was the time God give me an instruction and say, this is not as if it's not good in the sight of men. It is good in your sight. It is good in the sight of other people. But look at this. In my sight, there are certain things that lose good in your sight that is not good in my sight. Why? It can hinder you from bearing fruit for me. Now may I say to you, as a child of God, anything that can make you not to bear fruit for Christ, It's not accepted by him. In my walk with God, I began to discover there are certain things that might be good in our sight. ordinarily they are not sin. They are not sin. And Apostle Paul, when I started studying more, Apostle Paul began to throw in more light. Apostle Paul said he became everything for everybody to see whether he can win some for who? For Christ. Apostle Paul said, that thing you are going to eat that will make your brother. To do what? To backslide. He said, do what? Leave it. Even when it's right. Because then we start struggling with what is wrong in it. Eh, they should forget now. God says, it's arrogancy. You are being arrogant. Throw it away. He said, keep it aside. He said, you are now proving what is good in the sight of who and acceptable in what.'" And what is his perfect will? The perfect will of God for every child of God is that you should bear fruit. John 15 verse 16. He said, you didn't choose me. I am the one that chose you. So don't teach me why I chose you. Why did I choose you? He said that you should go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should do what? Should remain. Is there anybody who ever planted a seed that is not expecting a fruit from it? Now, the Bible gave us a parable. Jesus said, you saw a tree, a tree, and he went to the tree. He was hungry, famished, expecting to get what? Fruit that he eat, And he discovered there's nothing there. It's only leaves. What did Jesus say? He said, let no man eat of you again. What happened to the tree? He withered and died. So when I came to realize the perfect will of God, so I began to labor to see that everything that will make me not to bear fruit, God helped me to take it away from my life. Do we understand that? Now, God began to speak to us about being a disciple. Go back to that scripture in 4 John. Now, we began to see that when sin is in a man's life, you know, we try to play religion. We love religion too much. We must give the scripture proper interpretation and allow it to be the way it is. So that we will not be the one deceiving ourselves. Even if it's your husband's money and you mistakenly stole it. You know what they call stealing? Stealing means if your husband did not approve it and you collected it. Did you understand what I'm saying? He did not approve it and he did not know you didn't agree with him you collected it you stole it i'm trying to use husband do you know why i'm using husband because that one we thought in our mind that it is my husband money is it not true okay if it's your husband money why didn't you tell him praise god now do you understand what god is saying in that scripture I want us to understand this scripture very well because this scripture, we didn't understand it well. Why a child of God should even think about sin at all at all is because he didn't understand this scripture. That any sin you commit makes you to be loyal to what? Did you understand what I'm saying? It shows whom you are loyal to. Whom you belong to. One sin you commit. That second Unless you confess it and do what? And forsake it and repent of it. And return back to God immediately. Can we read it again? But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil. Who has been sinning since the beginning? But the son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. The major work of the devil Jesus came here to destroy is what? Sin. That is the main, the main work Jesus came to destroy. That was why he died on the cross. That was why he shed his blood to wash away our sins, to deliver us from the devil, who by the power of sin gained power over us. He gained power over us by the power of sin. He gained power over us. But when a man is delivered from his sin, he's free from the devil too, uh, from that sin and we say amen. So with this we can know who am I loyal to? Who am I loyal to? So a disciple is the one who is loyal to one master. To one master. Under any circumstances. Under any circumstances. Even if he has not eaten food for 10 months. He stays with that one master. He will not lie to make money to eat food. He will not cheat to make money to eat food. He will not misbehave to make money for any reason. He will not change his mind under any circumstances. Why? He had decided to be loyal to one master, whether living or what, or dead. Whether living or dead. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Amplify. But he who commits sin, who practices evil doing, is of the devil. Takes his character from the evil one. For the devil has sinned. Violated divine law. From the beginning. The reason the son of God was made manifest. Visible. Was to undo. Destroy. loosen And dissolve. The works of the devil. Did you understand it now? Now look at verses 9. Whosoever is born of God. Do it not commit sin. For his seed remained in him and he cannot sin. You know, most people don't believe this scripture. They say, How can somebody not sin? No one. Or the possible. The reason why you can't sin is because there is a seed in you. There is a seed in you. The seed called Christ is in you. If you feed that seed only by the word of God, only what it will produce is what? Righteousness. It can only produce what? Righteousness. It can only produce what? Righteousness. If you keep feeding it by the world. Refuse every thought that the devil flashes in your heart. That's why we keep telling people Nigerian movie does not feed the spirit. It does not feed the seed. It doesn't feed the seed. Are we saying amen? Now, the only problem we have is when we don't understand where the problem is, it's when you are loyal to the wrong master and you now come to another one to defend you in the day of trouble. Don't you see there's a problem? Is that not a problem? If I'm loyal to this one and in the day of trouble, I come to this one. I say, You know, many of us think that we can use song to win God's heart. When they are struggling, I it's not what will move God. What moves God is the scripture we are reading, the one you are loyal to. The one you are loyal to with your life, your whole life, your whole life. If I'm committing sin and I'm preaching, God knows the one I am loyal to. Simple. He don't talk to me. He'll be looking at you. Are we saying amen? So understand that. That's the first thing we need to understand. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-one. We look at another scripture as God begins to speak to us. Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-one to twenty-four. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Verse twenty-two. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single your whole body shall be full of light. Verse 23. But if your eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore for the light that is in you, be darkness. How great is that darkness? Verse 24. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one. Please consciously note the word that the scripture is using there. Note the word. Either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You can't serve God and money. You can't serve God and people. You can't serve God and job. You can't serve God and serve the devil at the same time. You can't serve God and serve any other thing. Whatsoever that can move you away from God has become a God over you. Has become a God over you. It's demanding for your loyalty. That thing is demanding for your loyalty. It's demanding for your loyalty. It's says, leave God. Come to me. And be loyal to me. Leave God. Come to me. And be loyal to me. So that person cannot call himself a disciple. Go back to 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So where is your treasure? If my treasure is in God, where will my heart be? Where do I spend my day? Where do I put my money? Where do I spend my day? Where do I put my money? It shows. It shows. Only that the world is becoming so bad. They digitalize everything now. So everything has been digitalized. Of course, it is the one that you want to watch, you get. Two of us. The one you want to watch, you get it. Where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart will be. Where you have invested so much, it's where your heart will be. That's where your heart is. That's where your heart is. You have a double tongue, a double heart, a double everything. So you are not loyal to anyone. You're not loyal to anybody. You're not loyal to anybody. You will see, your heart is not straight to God. You're not waking up with God. Do you know some of us, our phones have been collected by the world and yet we claim we are serving God. There is no other way to prove where you have your treasure. If God has become your treasure, it will show in everything you do. How you spend your time, Where you spend your time. Who you spend your time with. Where you spend your money. Where you spend your energy. It shows. You see, your thought pattern will be in line with God's word. Anytime you see a man thinking only about himself, his family, himself, wife, children. Do you know the reason? Self has consumed him. Self has consumed him. Nothing goes out of him to people. He cannot. Listen. Before something goes out of you to people, it's not because you have everything no. No. It's because it has become a life that Christ taught you. It is because you are loyal to him. You cannot but to do what he asks you to do. You cannot. That's why do you know there are people who are poor. They give more than the rich. They are poor but they give more than the rich. They can share their bread with the hungry. They are rejoicing. That is their heart desire. That is their joy. But the rich even his poopoo. If dog is coming, he will kick the dog. Nonsense. He said, Wash it out, wash it out. This chicken that I ate now, I want to come and eat it. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying? Now it's important that we understand this. He said, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So when God becomes your treasure, when God becomes the one that you have treasured more than everything. When God is the one you are loyal to, everybody will know. There's no two ways about it. You see, you won't be pursuing anything, pursuing anything. It's God you are pursuing everything you're doing. Who are you loyal to? Who are you loyal to? Verse 22. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. So the darkness in any child of God is as a result of where His eye. If there's any iota of darkness in a child of God, it's as a result of where His eye. And remember, I have taught you here two kinds of eye: this one and this one. This one feeds this one. This one do what feeds this one. It's what this one is seeing that is feeding this one with. And this one stores it. It stores it. So it's just like computer. They say garbage in what? Garbage out. So what you give to computer is what any day you ask him. What will he do? He will give you back. If you want things that are not clean, that's what you are storing. That's what you are storing. That's what you are storing. So when it happens, if you beat your heart, you can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have. It is what you stay with. Meditate on it every day. He said this book of the law. Shall not depart out of your mouth. Thou shall meditate there a day. And I taught you that here. God's expectation is that every day of your life. Don't think about anything again. Think about God's word. How long? But most of the time we feel that we are still in the flesh. So because of that we need to entertain ourselves at times. Entertainment. Entertainment. So you start entertaining yourself. Tomorrow you will now ask the heart, produce. He will tell you, no, it's entertainment I have. You have not stored anything reasonable here. So take what you have given me. Take it back. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if we want our heart, our life entire, to be full of light, you know the problem of this world is darkness. Is it not true. What is the answer to darkness? Light. So if we want the whole of our life to be full of light, we must learn to stay with him. We must learn to stay with him. Make our eyes to be single. Focus on Jesus. Not on any other thing. Focus it on Christ. Be a knight. You remember the wisdom of Jacob? You remember how he cheated Laban. How he cheated Leban? As he just arrived with that wisdom... And set it there with colors. And carry the whole thing and say, focus your idea. As they focus their idea, what do they do? They conceive after the stick. After the colors there. All of them conceived after the colors there. Why? They focus their idea. 24 hours. As they go to drink, they are looking at it. They were conceiving after. If you look at God's word, you can only conceive after him. You can only conceive after him. When your eye focus on his word, not if you focus in the morning. In the afternoon, go 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 24. You are not loyal to God. You are not yet a disciple. If you are a disciple, you will learn to do what? To discern and delete those things. Delete it. Delete all of them off your phone. Be deleting it. Learn to delete anything that will make you to ever move away from Christ. Get out of it. That is what shows whom you are loyal to. So, our eye is important. The two eye, these two eye, they are important. Keep it well if you want to carry light and become a disciple of Christ. Can you continue? Verse 23, very quick. But if your eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you be darkness. How great is that darkness? How great is that darkness? If the light that is in you is darkness, remember Christ said, you are the light of the world in Matthew chapter 5. Do you remember? I think verse 14. You are the light of the world. So why do you want to make yourself darkness? By getting yourself entangled with the things of the world. Why? Is it a crime that God gave you television? Is it a crime that God gave you phone? Is it a crime that God gave you laptop? Is it a crime that God gave you money to buy data? That you are watching all manner of rubbish. It's not a crime. It's not a crime that God made you rich. And that makes you now to start being loyal to another one, to the enemy. You are being loyal to the enemy. Are we saying amen? So don't let your eye be your trouble. If you go and there are certain things you see, look away. You are bringing darkness to yourself. You are bringing darkness to yourself. I'm telling you. One of the players told me how he began to misbehave in life. He came to my office. I said, Pastor. I said, what happened? He said, tell me how he started abusing little children. And nobody knew. He was abusing little children. I said, how did he start? He said, it was through his friends. They always visit him with their phones. And they were watching pornography films. He said, from that place, they are watching it. That was how he started. He was abusing children in their compound. If everybody leave the compound, he was abusing children. You won't understand what I'm saying. Finally, verse 24. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate one, hate hate. Please write that underline it hate. How do you behave to something that you hate? Do you hate something and go to it? Do you hate something, you still go to it? If you hate something, you don't go there. You don't go there. The word that God used there is to hate. Hate. Hate one and love the other. Or else you will hold on to one very solid and strong and despise the other. You can never serve two masters at the same time. You patronize the world, you patronize God. You are not a disciple. You are not loyal to God. So we must understand: if I am a disciple, I must be loyal to God. In everything I do, listen, in everything I do, in everything I do in life, if you want to wed, show that you belong to Christ. There's no stream that produces took bitter and sweets at the same time. But for we are children of God. We should be loyal to Christ. Are we saying amen? So we can't serve two masters. You must serve one. You must serve one. Choose who you are serving. You remember Joshua? He said, Today, me and my family will serve the Lord. Simple. We have made up our mind who will serve. We are loyal to Him forever. Luke chapter 1, 74 and 75. That He would grant unto us that we've been delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear. Might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our what? For how long are we to serve him? All the days of our what? Of our life. All the days. What does he mean? As long as I live always oh, on the Lord's side. I want to know I am on the Lord's side. So as long as you live, as a disciple, you ought to be loyal to him that saved you, that redeemed you, that died for you. With your life, whether it's working, whether it's not working, because we know all things must work for the good of those that love the Lord. Those who are God according to his purpose. Everything must work for your good. Even the one the devil thought is for your destruction. God will convert all of them. They will work for your good at the end of it. That is one thing we know. So that is our conclusion. And because of that we must be loyal to him. To that one God. As a disciple say, if I'm a disciple, I'll be loyal to him. Wait for him to provide. Wait for him to guide. Wait for him to protect. Wait for him to. Do you see, now you see, people are looking for a manner of protection, all manner of rubbish, all manner of nonsense. I pray that God will give you understanding in Jesus' mighty name. We are going to pray. Talk to God, but first, shake your mind. Who am I loyal to? Am I loyal to him? Am I truly loyal to Christ? Do I obey his commandments? Do I do what he asks me to do? Can I call myself a disciple today? Can I say I am truly a disciple of Christ? And the Bible shows us how to know that somebody is a disciple of Christ. You must be loyal to one master. Lawyer to one master. Lawyer to one master. Is your loyalty divided? Is your loyalty divided? Are you loyal to Christ when it's good? And disloyal to him when you feel it's not working? God said I should tell you I am your father. Lord, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we are prayed. I
0: know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, Connecting to God's Help every first of the month, 5 p.m., Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m., and our Live Transforming Seminars for All in Sports Circle at Suge E23, C2C Plaza, Mpokiti Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T-Sports, Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 90 330 Email Savior of destiny Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.